Hello, 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 and welcome to Conversations with Ball Girl. I am your host, Lorraine Williams from BallGirlInc.com, your redefining beauty consultant. And today I have a very, very special guest. Big Daddy is in the building. Oh, wow. That's right. Big Daddy's in the building. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you know me, you know Big Daddy is my husband, my boot thing. What's up, babe? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that it would be really good to have him on this week. This week, I know um, it's Valentine's Day. Well, it's coming up. And um, although we don't necessarily celebrate i should say valentine's day we kind of do our thing all year long but i thought it would be a good time for uh the podcast to have on my boo do a little talking little conversating thought it would be a great idea what do you think yeah i think (laughs) i think it's an absolutely wonderful idea so i get to test this podcasting thing out and see what's going on yeah, you know him. He probably gonna try to take over, but we gonna try to hold it down. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, okay. So, um, so I wanna, I want you to kind of share the first thing. I want you to kind of share some of our history. Like, how do we meet? Because I know we probably have two different stories, although <laughs> we both was there. So, um. So, Calvin, mm-hmm. how did you meet me? How did we meet? <laughs> well, we met through my mother. Um, you worked at my mother's job. It's a little part-time gig. Um, and that's how we met. So, um, and you came to the house and you saw all this chocolate. So, you went to jump up on it. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Saying, okay. right, right. <laughs> it was so that's, that's not really a lot, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, that's how we met when we uh, uh, originally came, became friends. Uh, I think at the time I was dating someone, but we just, uh, Mm, (laughs) we became friends and, um, you know, look who we are now. He trying to make it sound all glamorous <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> we became friends. Oh, okay. So I, I do kind of remember it like that. I, mm-hmm. I do remember seeing the chocolate, but I remember mm-hmm. seeing the chocolate because you came upstairs half naked with your well, little hand towel well, that's on, a, uh, showing off. That's a different version. Showing off. We are, so just so you know, the listeners is used to me being but naked honest and so you well, can't be all <laughs> shy up in the building okay well i was coming from the gym uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was, at the time i was staying at my mother's and i was living in the basement <laughs> and i came upstairs the shower was upstairs so i came upstairs to take a shower and i had like a semi hand towel on Ain't no semi. and that was the only way i can get to the shower yes. so, so she just she decided to stay for dinner i'm just saying <laughs> you know you know he had everything yeah uh, help me presented help me. <laughs> he knew what he was doing he was trying to tempt the sister <laughs> oh help us <laughs> so yes we did this was real fast calvin like mm-hmm. we hit the ground kind of running so how did you know, like, okay, we did become friends, but how did you know, like, 
Okay, this is the one. Cause you did have a girlfriend. Now we can let's let's clean that up a little bit. Cause your mom didn't tell me you had a girlfriend, yeah. and you mm -hmm. didn't either. Mm. Anyway, and so I think she told you everything else. So. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't tell me you had a girlfriend, but after the mm. fact, I found out she didn't like your girlfriend. So that's why mm. she wanted me to meet you. Mm. Oh well, oh well. Praise God. <laughs> um, anywho, but how did you know? How did you know that I was the one? Uh, that's a great question. How how did I know? I mean, it didn't really. I mean, it didn't happen in the first five minutes or even the first thirty days. I think we were just, you know, having fun and stuff like that, and we would go out and communicate, you know, talking and stuff like that. So, I think it was years later when I realized. Um, you know, we wanted, I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. So it wasn't one of those things where, I mean, of course, when I saw you, I was very intrigued and very, you know, you had what I liked. And, and what was that? Uh, <laughs> a big butt. Uh, what? <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. but, um, but yeah, you know, not, I'm not trying to be all, all deep or whatever. I mean, we just, we just grew into, we just was friends. We just became cool. I think that's really what it was. And just to have something unique of having a, a friendship with someone of the opposite sex. And then, you know, we just started to get into a relationship. Okay. And then, they, then Kalia was here. Then, they, you know. Here we are. <laughs> she just popped up like a stork. Oh, everything happened fast. Yeah, I happened just remember fast. it was just... Yes, but it was a great friendship. We did develop a really good friendship. Um, there was a lot of things going on at one time. And Khalid mm. did come kind of quick. So mm. he was he was doing more than talking. Yeah, um, well, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, no mistakes there. So then we got married. So it was like... This whirlwind relationship, and then, um, do you remember mm -hmm. how you asked me? Because I remember, I don't recall you asking me. I remember you asked somebody else. Yeah, excuse <laughs> 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 me. Almost made me laugh. Uh, made me choke. <laughs> yeah, I asked a good friend of mine, and we were just talking about you know relationships and you know just you and I, whatever. And at the time, I think we you know we were living together at the time. And I told him I was thinking about, you know, asking to marry. I had some some reservations just because of me. And he was like, you might as well. Y'all living together, so you might as well. And that was kind of one of those, uh, one because he's normally, this individual is normally not the type of person that would say that. So when he said that, I was like, I figured he would talk me out of it. But he was so supportive <laughs> and talked me into it and said, you know. So that was pretty much, I mean, that was pretty much it. Um, and when I, I didn't necessarily ask, I mean, I just bought the ring and just, when you opened it, I was like, you know, we might as well get married. And he was like, uh, oh, okay. You know, so, so it wasn't necessarily an ask. It's so <laughs> funny how we remember things, you know, mm. how we remember things differently. Because you mm. called my mom. Do you remember? I remember that. You called my mom and it was on, uh, so it was Christmas that mm. year and you had the ring in one of the ornaments Christmas ornament yeah and you was like here's your Christmas present but you caught my mom and said Ken uh, mm -hmm. I want to marry your daughter and I'm mm -hmm. like what that's mm -hmm. how you asked me she's like yeah she'll do it and then what the heck nobody formally mm -hmm. asked me yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, I, 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 I that's the way that. I kind of remember it yeah I remember that now 
I have selective memory. Yeah, but you I do. remember that now. <laughs> I mean, I can't hold it against you now. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was. Long, long time ago. So we got 25, 23. Where did I get 25 from? That's on my brain. 23 years married, Going but we've been 25 together. More than 25. More than 25. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because we 20, like on 27. 27 years together. Jesus wept. Okay. So <laughs> we do have a lot of time in. But so. Um, I remember, so we, let's fast forward to the wedding. Mm. Tell me what was your most memorable part of the wedding? My most memorable part of the wedding when was when you walked down the aisle um, with my father-in-law. And I just looked and I was like, this is really about to happen. And, oh, my pa- and I know, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, she is going. Yeah, I was just like, this is really about to happen. And <laughs> My best man at the time, my best man said, uh, he was like, ain't no running now. You know, he and right at the altar, he said, ain't no running now. It's, it's on now. And I was sweating like Hebrew. <laughs> um, but that's the most uh, memorable moment when, when, because it was so much, you know, work you and I had to do to put everything together and, you know, just from A to Z and how everything started to, to materialize and even unravel. But the walking down the aisle part point was part was this is it. So that was the most memorable moment for me. That's funny you say that because it's kind of the same for me. It's when they, you know how they had me behind the door and it was closed mm. and I was good. I was all good and everybody, you know, doing their thing or whatever. And when they mm. opened them doors mm. and we stepped on that daggone runner down the aisle, my dad mm. was like, all right, it's time. I'm like, oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all was all standing down there. I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yes, that was that was my most memorable seeing everything. And it was so real at that moment. Like, mm-hmm. we really about to get married. Mm-hmm. Like, not that we just had, you know, we got dressed and the photographer and all that the night before the mm-hmm. parties and yeah, it mm. was so real. Yeah, it, was, it happened so real. It was it, so surreal. Yeah, mm. it was. It was. So, I want to ask you, so what? I'm still on marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the best advice you were, you've received or you ever received concerning marriage? The best advice. I've received a lot of good advice. But the best advice I received was... Uh, I may be right, and the advice is this, I may be right, but do I have to be right right now? Mm. Um, That was the best advice I've ever received. And this was, now when I received the advice, I didn't necessarily, you know, swallow it and digest it in the whole nine yards. But, you know, it took me years to really start to understand what that meant. So, but yeah, that was the best advice that I received. I may be right, but do I have to be right right now? I mean, so. yeah, there's a lot of compromise that has to go with the in relationships, and mm. you know, sometimes you just have to concede. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, and it's and it's more so the conceding. The conceding part is just more so of the, you know, we're one. Right. And I think what happens is, you know, a lot of people they still want to be themselves, but you know, even when you and I would talk before, and this was many years ago. When we started to revitalize our marriage, um, we said, you know, we want to treat each other 
um, like we want to be treated. So we would do for each other like we wanted to receive. So um, that was more, that was a lot of revamping and revitalizing when we came up with that foundation. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we did. We've been through <laughs> a lot, and that's true. That is very true. And for me, um, some of the best advice I received, I received from my mom. And when we got married, before we got married, my mom said, you know, um, you keep your issues or whatever challenges you come up with that's between you and your husband mm -hmm. and it's so easy because you know when you're going through stuff you want to run and tell your friends or go tell your family and then um you come home and we make up and then you know your friends and your family is looking at you still looking at you cross-eyed like i don't mm -hmm. care what happened you know what i mean i don't care y'all made up i'm still mad at him or i'm still mad at her mm -hmm. and that was really good advice because some of the things that we've gone through i don't know that our families would have understood um or would have been as supportive as they've been we've had some really great support from um, my parents um, my family mm -hmm. we've had some great support Mm -hmm. We've had some great support all around. Um, different seasons, different uh, people mm -hmm. have really, um, you know, poured into us mm -hmm. or, so to speak, just been there for us um, mm -hmm. in our time of need. But you and I are uh, very similar. And that leads me to the next question. Because mm -hmm. us being similar, we are very... Um, <laughs> Well, I want to ask you the question first. I don't want to say, but what do we have? What are some things we have in common? Um, <coughs> excuse me. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, this is live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. The things we have in common. I think the things that we have in common, common is family. Um, things that we have in common is we like, uh, um, you know, peace in a household. Um, so I think... Those are some of the things that we have in common. Um, we don't like to be stressed or stressed out. We're very high D personality people, so we're go we're go getters. So we're um, um, we're definitely leaders. Um, <clears throat> so those are a lot of the things that we have in common. Um, some of the other things that we have in common, you know, when we annoyed about something, we you know <laughs> we tend to shut down um, or pull back, and it's not personal. It's just maybe one of those things we need to kind of think it out and think things through or whatever the case may be. So that's some of the things that we have in common. Um, and we don't like weak people, you know, I'm not saying we don't like them. It's just like, you know, we tend to stay away from people that are weak. And I'm not saying weak as in, uh, um, just a weak human being, but you know, if you're a particular leader, um, we expect a lot from that particular mm -hmm. leader and we see you from a different lens right. and when we don't, you know, and when we see character issues out of those lenses, that that definitely you know impacts both of us um so those are some of the things i think that we have in common i think we genuinely love and and enjoy people though mm -hmm. um although we have a very low tolerance for foolishness mm -hmm. that's probably more so than weak people i think we just mm -hmm. have that low tolerance for dumb like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like mm -hmm. we don't have time for petty we don't make time for petty at all mm -hmm. costs we do protect our peace Mm -hmm. Um, we're, we, um, our team Williams all day. So we mm -hmm. could be in here, um, arguing, but I, one thing that we both agree on when, when, if something's going on, we got each other's back. Um, we're very supportive of people. We're good friends. Mm -hmm. 
with each other and other people. So if we on your side, if we on your side, or we on your team, we're on your team. Yeah, we're um, very loyal. We are, yes, we are. <laughs> Sometimes to a fault. Mm. But one thing we have in common is we are black or white. We yeah. are. <laughs> we either how do we call? We there's no in between with us. We either all in or we ain't in at all. Right. And that sometimes <clears throat> can be interesting. Um. Okay, this question is a little bit funny. Not funny. Uh, <laughs> but um, let's talk about some of the expectations you had before we got married and how they may have changed over the years. The expectations before we got married. I guess my expect. Well, my expectations before we got married are definitely a whole lot different than they are now because, you know, you grow into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I expected... Um, just take care of the home and take care of the take care of the girls and you know make sure make sure everything was cool. Um, as far as that concerned, I went out and worked and um, of course you know I didn't. My goal wasn't for you to be or my perception wasn't for you to be a housewife. Definitely to go out and earn your keep, so to speak. But you know, I knew that me being the breadwinner, some kind of old fashioned when it comes to that. You know, I'm supposed to handle the bulk of the financial stuff or I'm supposed to have the answers. That's basically it. So, um, that was a lot of my perceptions then. Um, now of course it changed. I don't, I don't expect to have all the answers. Um, I expect us to come to some type of compromise. I know, I understand that you're, you being indecisive is indecisive, isn't being confusing or you're being confused. You just need to think it out. So, you know, we're not we're not where we were then. You know, marriage and relationships take maturity, and it and, and is an evolution. So you got to grow, you have to grow in it, and you have to be patient with each other to grow in it. So it it change it has to you have to allow it the room to change and the room to grow, and you have to allow the you have to have the same grace for yourself that you would give to someone else, and especially your spouse. That's my um, my take on it. But when you when you first get married, the first three years you're not you you don't fully understand what's going on. You certainly don't. Yeah, it's not the same. I mean, I know, I, and I and I agree with you. Like uh, expectations should change mm. because we we were young, and then you mm. grow and you mature, and you know things that you may have even wanted um, or needed at that time they evolve because you're older. I know my mm. expectations were different in that. I mean, I grew up with my mom and dad being, they're still married, and that mm-hmm. having both of them in the house, and my mom did everything for my dad, and I just wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> and my dad, uh, he basically did everything, and I, I, I didn't expect you to do that. I really didn't want that. So it was just, it was, it was definitely a strange place for me because although my parents' marriage um, is successful and, but it was what they both desired Mm -hmm. in a marriage. Um, My dad wanted to do everything for my mom and my mom, vice versa. They wanted, you know, she, she, he wanted her home. She wanted to be home. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that. And I was kind of hoping you didn't want that. And I remember the first year when we had, uh, when Khalid was born mm. and you asked me, you was like, stay home for that first year with Khalid. Mm. And I was a little bit nervous. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm going to need to get a job. Like mm. I ain't gonna be able to stay home forever. But, um, <clears throat> I think that was a um, compromise on both our parts. I stayed home that year and then I was able to go back out 
and you know be who I was and that's the one that's one thing that I do really appreciate about our relationship is that um you allow me space to be me mm. like you not trying to box me in so if I <laughs> cuz I know I'm a, I'm a little special um <laughs> but you allow me that room to be special so mm. when I flip the script you ain't acting crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah everyone needs room to, everyone needs the room to grow you know they have, you know and you know we want to give we want to re- we want to receive something that we're not willing to give so we have to give it more than we're willing to receive it so everyone needs room to grow no one's perfect so and especially if you you know if you don't understand uh especially being married being married understand that you you know your spouse is not perfect but we grow together, but with together we're perfect in him, basically. I'm not trying to make it biblical, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I I totally agree with you. I just feel like, you know, I also I, I believe that wholeheartedly, but I also feel that you are secure in who you are, so that's why it's okay for you to kinda let me be me. <laughs> without reservations. So I come up with a crazy idea, something I want to try. Um, I know that you're like, go ahead, try it. And you always have my back, you know, which I appreciate. Definitely appreciate. So since I asked you that, um, how would you describe my personality? How would I describe your personality? Don't be getting people off my podcast saying oh, they're crazy. No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have a you have a very strong personality. Um, you take a, I mean, you, you take a. Um, if you ask for feedback for someone, you trust that person. You don't ask for feedback from a lot of people, that's and that's not true. not because you're an introvert or something like that. It's just the fact that you know the the value that they have. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm gonna stick right there. I think you you know I think you're very strong willed. Um, I think you're very strong willed, which is fine. I mean, I'm I like that. Some guys don't like strong willed women. I do. I mean, I think that's I think it's good to have someone that can help you see it from a different perspective and that can carry their weight. Um so I think you're very strong I think you're very strong willed. I think you you're a go getter. Um and I and you know, like you know, you, you voice your opinion about <laughs> stuff, you know, and I'm like, Okay, all right, thank you for getting that out with Moving on, moving on. I mean, um, I do what I can. <laughs> okay, so um, what would you say are through the take two? What would you say are three of the most important things um, necessary for a successful relationship? Hmm. Three of the most important things. I think uh, number one is communication, mm, and absolutely. that's communication without judgment. That's good. Uh, so, you know, allowing that person and, you know, the the caveat to that would be allowing that person to express themselves without, you know, they may not need you to counsel them or something like that. They just may need just to get it out. Mm-hmm. So just communication and honest communication. That's good. Um, which is important because communication and honest communication are two different things. Um the other thing is, you said top three things is, is trust. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so, you know, trust 
is, you know, trusting where you are financially. You know, a lot of people have separate bank accounts, but as long as you and your spouse are in agreement and it's 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 open um, and it's not nothing. I have a, a separate secret bank account. That's not good. Um, so I think that is uh, uh, the second thing. Um, trust. Um, and the other thing I would say is um, uh, top three things. Wow. In respect. Yeah. You need to respect each other. I yeah. think you need to respect each yeah. other. And yeah. respect and love is not the same thing. Um, you know, and even if someone makes a mistake, respect that person even in their mistake. Um, so I think those are the top three things. Mm-hmm. Communication, trust, and respect. So that's good. I, I was going to say, uh, remember one time, I don't remember who it was, Calvin, they said we had to keep it hot. Um, honest, mm. open, and transparent. transparent yeah. You know, we have to, with your spouse especially, you have to be honest with your spouse. We can't have no secrets because mm. secrets destroy things. Um, we have to be open about how we feel. We have to have that uh, environment where it allows us to be honest and open, uh, non-judgmental, regardless of, you know, having those crucial, crucial conversations um, without being offended because you know we don't give offense we take it so we're not we have a time and place where we can have those open conversations crucial conversations and transparent like you know not hiding anything about ourselves we just um no pun intended but we buck naked with each other Mm -hmm. um all the time so yeah um so on that topic (laughs) we've been through a lot so can you share some of the difficult times and how did it affect our relationship with each other and with god share some of the difficult times i mean it's been so many um (laughs) wow (laughs) i mean it's not been a lot it's just been you know challenges you know and i'm not saying that there are challenges the challenges I've always perceived to make us stronger um, in our relationships and makes those three things, a commitment, um, um, the communication, the trust, and all those things, solidify those things. So um, some of the challenges have been, you know, us handling our finances uh, properly and accurately and being a good steward of our finances. That was, you know, that's been a challenge, has been a challenge in the past, but it's not a challenge now. Um but that's something that we had to grow in. I think uh, one of the other things we had to grow in is trusting in each other, hearing from God and trusting in that, you know, the God that's in the in your spouse. Um, I think we had to grow in that when we were doing church and et cetera. So I think we had to grow, had to grow in that, um, um, trusting in here in your, that God speaking through your spouse um, as well. So I think that was something that we had to grow in. Um, the other thing we had to grow in is how, you know, how we raise and communicate to our girls. Um, that's, I think that was something that we had to learn and grow on. And, and those weren't, like I said, with not challenges. Those are just things that we had to learn to do and grow in doing and doing to, you know, and doing together to make sure that you and I had the same, we're on the same page and on the same sheet of music. And, um, and also to just open communication. I think that was something that, you know, 
I would communicate something and, you know, and I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but I don't, you know, now I'm mature enough to understand that I don't, you know, I don't own your feelings. I don't control your feelings. So I think that was something that we had to, some of the challenges that we had to learn from that came top of my head. What about you? That's really interesting that you said you had to realize that you don't own my feelings and you can't control how I feel about something you say, but respecting me enough to just say what needs to be said and allow me to go through whatever I need to go through to um, digest whatever was said. So mm. that that's a great observation. I mean, we've been through a whole lot. We were raised differently, so raising the girls was a different thing too. Mm. Um, yeah, that I think that was one challenge that... Um, you are a bigger man, and I don't mean heavy, but you're, you know, tall, six mm. four, and these little girls and deep voice, and we, you know, we had to be mindful how you spoke to them, and being mindful that you are the first male in their lives, and they look up to you, and whatever you pattern, whatever the relationship you pattern with them, will be duplicated, or they be, you know, will be looking for that, and you know, going through that whole piece of being gentle because that wasn't mm. <laughs> who you were although you were mm. not uh, this hard man um we come from the street so mm. you know what I mean? um so being nurturing as a father mm. i think that was a challenge for us because that wasn't something that you necessarily had but i did and i wanted that for them but you were mm. open um, yeah you were open to making the unnecessary adjustments that was um yeah, that was that was actually that was actually really I good. I mean, yeah, take I mean, it took work. I mean, I had to I had to kind of open myself up just like um you said the the analogy. I had to open myself up to to see it from your perspective and then see the results of it from your perspective um as well. So, yeah. So, tell me this then. How how important has your faith in God played in our marriage? Very important. I mean, I mean, it's obviously it's priority number one um, when it comes to to us in our in our, you know, in our faith overall. Um, so it's highly important. You know, you got to have you got to have the faith of faith in God and the faith of Jesus to, you know, to withstand relationships. Right. Because you have two different perspectives about different things and people hear different things in their mind. And then muscle memory is all is different. So you got to have the faith in faith in God that, you know, he is our provider, which he is. So and he'll provide for you in your marriage. He'll provide for you in your relationships with your children. He'll provide for you where, wherever you need. He's, a, you know, the all provider. So faith in God is, is priority number one. And if I, you know, if you have faith in God and I don't, that's a that's that's a really uh, a spiritual imbalance, just like a chemical imbalance. It can cause it can cause an implosion, um, and that implosion can be an explosion. So, it's very very important to have faith in God because when I can't communicate to you the way I would like to, and not saying that we don't, but right. things come up, you go to God, and God has a way of either telling me what to do or telling you what I need mm -hmm. to be done. So, mm -hmm. having faith in God is very very important. It's at the apex of everything. I know that we would not be together without our faith in God. Like our relationship with God is 
definitely would kept us together because the first mm -hmm. I don't know ten years we was just like this ain't gonna work mm -hmm. like I'm going back home like I'm going home and my mom you know my mom my parents was like I couldn't come back home only way I could go back home was if you was putting your hands on me now you know my father yeah six he, degree yeah. black belt yeah, would have killed play, you but <laughs> but I couldn't go home unless that was the only way I can go home and we knew that wasn't gonna happen but their thing was that you work it out you know marriages for mature folk mm -hmm. and so without the help of God there I'm certain we would not be together right now yeah absolutely we would yeah we would not <laughs> we would not have been I didn't you know being a um <clears throat> being a husband is not something that you just learn how to do the first day right. you get married right. you don't learn how to do that um and you can see different examples um throughout your life but that doesn't mean that is the right example even if say for example your husband's in church every day all day right. that's not a good thing that's not the right example yeah. of what it takes um to 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 be a to be a good husband um so being you know and once you get in god and god starts to tell you what to do to be a good hu husband by you know listening to what he has to say about it and reading what he has to say about it, you know, God will tell you what to do. Um, but you can't, you know, I can't pattern my, me being a husband based off of T.D. Jakes. I'm just using that as an example because that's not who, that's not who yeah, I am, even though he's good. a great husband. That's good. And I'm a great husband as well. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, Absolutely. I have my lane to be in as a husband and so is he. So each and every husband um, needs to learn what they need to do to be the husband that God needs that God needs them to be for their wife yeah. and not someone else's wife. That's interesting you would bring that up because I think that's part of the problem too is that a lot of couples will compare themselves to other couples and then get themselves caught up in some mess they ain't handle business. Like, you know, watching other people and like, well, why you don't do that? Um, So-and-so husband do this every, you know what I mean? Or this, my friend's wife do this, that, and the third. And that's not... Um, necessarily what's called for in our marriage um, I remember well you probably remember and I was saying like I didn't want to get before I met you for years when I was younger I would always be like I don't want a husband I don't want kids based off of how my mom took care of us and my mom was excellent at taking care of us but my mom did everything for everybody like right. you know mm -hmm. she took good care of everybody that lived in the house and today she's still like my dad you know mm -hmm. um, my dad be like where's my socks mm -hmm. where's my keys and she like Leo they over here or mm -hmm. da, da. I, mean, I was like I don't want to do that I can't do that and it yeah. was and I didn't understand that that's what she wanted. Like, my mom's prayer was for four kids and a husband. Well, that was not my... That's, that, that was not going to be my testimony. But that's what she wanted. So when she got it, she was a good steward over it because that's what she wanted. Not that I'm not a good steward over my family. I think I'm okay wife and mother. Um, but um, I just feel like we just compare ourselves, good or bad, um, not us in particular, but a lot of people get caught up just that whole comparison piece and that just leads to problems. Um, and, and you just can't do that. So tell me, um, babe, what's the most challenging part of being married? What's the most challenging part of being married? Mm, let me see. The most challenging part of being married I would say just making sure, uh, 
for me, it's just making sure the what the end goal is, communicating the end goal. So, and that's just me. So, hey, this is what I like. And sometimes I may not know what the end goal looks like, so I may miscommunicate it. Um, so I think communication is a part of one of the most challenging things in marriage is communication. Um, and when I say communication, this is what I mean, but what are you saying from your heart? So that's a lot of us. So I think communication is a very is a challenging thing in, in marriage. Um, well, I mean, I would I would agree with you because we're always becoming one. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because we're always growing. Mm-hmm. So with everybody growing at the same time, or one growing in one particular area and the other one isn't, it's mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest part. We always have to be mindful of the other. Not that mm-hmm. that's that's not it's. No, it is sometimes challenging. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is challenging because we, we always, we always won't be on the same page. But we 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 learn to agree to disagree, peacefully. Yeah, I think sometimes too. We you know we, people think that you know when I communicate this, this is how they're gonna respond, and then I want yeah, yeah. to try to play out the whole conversation, <laughs> right. and then when you when it finally comes to the point where you communicate, it's like wow, this just did not play out the way I I expected it to. <laughs> It happens a lot. Um, so yeah, so I think that I think for 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 me and you, it, it was just communication and being you know, being open and honest with communication. Just making sure we you know, just making sure we good. Um, that was it. Okay, so <laughs> with that, what's what is uh one thing that I do that annoys you? Uh, <laughs> you real quick with the answer. <laughs> I didn't say that. I, didn't say I wish they could saw your face. Um, I think being indecisive. Uh, I think sometimes we, you know, like, just make a decision. I mean, we at the restaurant, just you know what they got, just get it and let's go. Like, come on. So I think sometimes, and, and it's I don't, you know, and I think with the indecisiveness is I don't know the intent. If you're in the out. What does that mean? You know, and you'll explain it. So you'll explain, but it still don't get no answer. You know, by that time it was like whatever, just let's move uh-huh. on. So I think you, I think you become indec. I think you're indecisive. It's with good intent, but sometimes it becomes a little redundant. Like all right, I like to think little. things out. I'm thorough. Okay. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> that's a, because that's what you call it. I I am, and I feel like I, again with us being similar, I think that is the one thing that also annoys me as well. Because when we ask you a question, sometimes you like I'll let you know. That's to me. Give me an answer. Like why we got to wait four days for an answer is yes or no. And then you like oh, if you need an answer now, the answer is no. Well, no, bro. What? Nah. Because you want time to digest. So when we digest in front of you, we indecisive. So I think that um, that comes from us being very similar. So when I say there's time, (laughs) when I I say that, uh, give me, I need time to think about it or I get back with you, that's because it's going to cost me something. (laughs) Not all the time. Yes, okay. <laughs> Not all the time. Not just ninety nine percent of the time. But I'm just saying, like, uh... how much is this gonna cost me? That's <laughs> I want to. So before I give you an answer, let me think about the cost because I don't want to go back on my answer because I didn't. Know right. Because then that that causes strife. Right. Like, <laughs> I, so I, when I, I stick to something, I'm sticking <laughs> with it because I gave you my word. <laughs> That is, uh, yeah, because you can't be going back on your word. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. So, more positive. What's one quality you admire about yourself? 
Uh, the quality that I admire about myself. Um, quality. I think, well, you know, leadership. I think I just like being in front of stuff. I don't like being a procrastinator. Um, and even though it happens at times. So I think the number one quality is, wow, that's a good question. I'm thinking about it. Number one quality. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think um uh I think of my patience. I think now my patience. Okay. You disagree? <laughs> I mean that's how you see yourself. I can't mm. disagree with how you see yourself. Your face showed you disagree, though. I, I don't. I mean, I asked you. I don't necessarily have to agree with how my, you I see yourself. Patience, yeah. I feel like for the to answer that question, your most what was the question? How do you the quality the quality I admire most about you mm-hmm. is your um your leadership. You are a leader wherever you go. So mm-hmm. I don't care where you are. Um, you are always taking the lead. Like we don't have to search for somebody who's gonna I got it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you don't wait. Um at home you're the leader. If something needs happening or something needs to be taken care of, you take care of it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We don't that's something that um I don't have to worry about anything because mm-hmm. I know you're gonna take care of it. And to some to to a fault sometimes. Sometimes like, well dang I was gonna do that and I wanted it done a certain way, but you've already taken care of it. Um, at work, at church, wherever you are. And the one other thing that I do admire is that, you know, your work ethic mm. is to be applauded because I don't care where you work, you find the good in it. You keep a positive mindset, which is amazing to me. Like you, <laughs> I always joke and say, if you was the garbage man, you would find something positive about picking up people's trash Coming home smelling mm-hmm. like death, but you would be in a good mood about it. And that to me is a quality that I don't have. Um, <laughs> if I'm not happy about something or I don't want to be somewhere, I don't know how to tap into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, it, I admire that you can. So that is one, um, two qualities that I admire about you. So tell me, um, what would be one that you admire about me? Um, the quality that I admire about you, I think you're. I think you're loyal. I think once you commit to something, you you're loyal to it. I think that's a great quality um, about you. Um, your communication, your communication to to us, to our kids, and to others. I think you're a great. I think you're a great friend to those that you know. That your friend that you're a friend to, not just me, but others. I think you're a great friend to them. If they ask you for advice, you give them, you give them the advice you would take in use, and give them examples why instead of, um, instead of um, just giving them something that you just made up. So I think that's a great quality. You say, hey, this is what I would do, and some of uh, you know some people it's a hard pill to swallow, but this is what worked for me. I can't give you something that didn't work for me. I think that's a great quality. All right. Um. So, what's one thing I do 
that makes you feel loved? I like it. I don't want to sound old fashioned, but I like the way you make the house a home. When you know, come in, it's not a bunch of chaos at the front of the door when I hit it. It's not a lot of. I mean, I like that. I may not say it a lot, but I like the fact that, you know, if I'm at if I'm at work and stuff is going on, I don't want to come home and stuff just hit me when I hit the door. And sometimes we'll talk and you'll say, hey, I need to talk to you. And you'll start talking and you'll be like, you know what? I'm sorry. How was your day? You all right? You need, you know, you'll kind of stop midstream before you wouldn't do that. But now you do that. And I think that's a, I think that's something that's a good thing. Okay. Um, what's the best part of being married? I think the best part of being married is being a team. Like you got somebody that's on your side and no matter what, whoever, whoever's on the field, you or I, or our girls, we're on a sideline cheerleading for them, you know? So, you know, team, team Williams is genuine. So we, you know, we cheerlead for each other. We got each other's back, you know, I think that's the best it's that quality. No, best part of being married. That I think that's the best part of being married, being a team, and know that the end goal is everybody is for everybody to win, not just one individual. Everybody's winning. So when you got your degree, I got my degree. When the kids <laughs> got theirs, I got mine too. You know, it's 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 us doing it. Yeah. You know, when a girl when the girls need it, you know, you know, some money to pay their credit card bills, and I had to you know get the money to pay the credit card bill. You know what I mean? It's just like we're not. We're not against each other. We're with each other. I would agree. Um, best part about being married is that you do have a partner mm-hmm. to go through life with. Like we have uh, a life commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that you said, and I had to get on board with that, was that when we got married, they, we didn't discuss divorce. Mm-hmm. And so, although that was what you were saying, eventually I got on board with that. Mm-hmm. But you know, we—that's the best part—is that we know that we have a life partner. Like we're in it, good, bad, ugly, indifferent. Um, yeah, you have your partner, and the kids will grow grow up. Well, they say kids. We don't yeah. got kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> why are they still the here? But anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What you say? I say we're still the a model for them. Though. We are very much a model, but they are twenty five yeah. and twenty two, yeah. and that's another podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you have someone who's always in your corner, mm-hmm. um, cheering you on, supporting you, and vice versa. Someone to do that too, because it's not it's not always um, you giving but receiving as well, right. and it's it's that's a good thing. So what's your favorite way of spending time with me? And we had this funny conversation about what that what spending time looks like. But what's yeah. your, but what's your I guess it's going out and just hanging out. Like either going to the movies or going to the mall or something like that. Or the outlets or whatever. Just going out and hanging out. I think that's that's we just being us. We don't have right. to put on a facade. We're just being us. Just spending just being together. Right, right. Just being together. Well, I think I've asked you enough questions. Me too. Oh, <laughs> so <coughs> you're so funny. <laughs> but thank you for coming along on the podcast. I wish we could have videotaped it because um, 
and maybe when when the next time we will do a video because I need them to see all this manliness. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And we'll do it in the daytime when you have so much more energy. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's late, and um, but I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast so that um, the listeners can hear your voice. I mention you almost every episode. So. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's good to have you on here. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I would love to hear from the listeners. Let me know your thoughts, your comments. You guys know that you can uh, reach me at Conversations with Ball Girl on Facebook. You can uh, inbox me there. You can also um, DM me on Instagram at ballgirl underscore ink. Or you can email me at info at ballgirlinc.com. Um, and I just would look forward. Just would look forward. I guess I'm tired too. Um, <laughs> I look forward to hearing your comments, hearing your feedback. Remember though, guys, if you are listening on iTunes, please do me a favor and rate the podcast and also leave some positive comments and i would love and appreciate it if you would do so okay so i'm going to close for the evening thanks again for listening and remember be great in all you do